Continuing our daily learning, Sefer Yelkut Yosef, we're learning Hilchot Kedushah Beit HaKneset. Mitzad Adin, en kol menia la'aruch nisuin bebet HaKneset. Technically speaking, there's no problem to have a wedding in a shul. Fa'asak dolea dorot shebizman ha'achavon b'chutz la'aretz b'ka'am matzug v'gadru b'gadir. Even though there are many poskim in chutz la'aretz, who said absolutely not, you cannot have a wedding in a shul, and that seems to be prevalent in some places in in, uh, in the United States as well. Because this was actually patterned after a Christian practice where they insist on getting married in the church. And so in order to, to be similar to that, some people wanted to insist on getting married in a shul. And they're among the Jewish faith people who said, oh, they want to do very similar things. And so many of the Achronim said, no, we're not going to allow that if it's, if it's intentionally um, being done to imitate a different faith, and therefore it's not allowed. So he says, He says, In Eretz Yisrael, that's not an issue. In Eretz Yisrael, it's just simply not an issue where uh, marriage is under the auspices of the Rabbanut. It's not an issue. And he goes through now a whole list of things. It's a Beit HaKnesset, so it has to be treated properly. Presumably he would say the same thing about all... Uh, about all wedding venues, making sure everybody is dressed properly, and making sure there's no sicha b'teila and late sanud and kaludros, and no inappropriate activities, and sniut is being kept, etc., etc., etc. In order to figure out for each kihila what's appropriate and what's not, but technically speaking, um, in Sfaradim, we're never particular um, about such a practice, and in different areas in Chutzlaretz, this is also not considered to be a, uh, considered to be such a uh, problem. Um, to have a wedding in uh, inside a Beit Knesset, but elsewhere, in some places, they said absolutely not, because again, the uh, the notion was to imitate, it was uh, considered to be imitating other religions, and that's not something that we're going to allow in our Beit Knesset. Um, any shenim Beit Knesset not supposed to sleep in shul, even if it's uh, brief. In a Beit Midrash, it's technically permissible. There is a difference between a Beit Knesset and a Beit Midrash. It's Mechlok and the Gran Megillah, which has a greater status of Kedushah. Beit Knesset is something that is designated exclusively for Tefillah, and the Beit Midrash is something that's designated exclusively uh, for Torah. Most of our sanctuaries nowadays are neither, because they're designated as both, uh, and many are also designated prior to even being used um, for additional reasons as well. But nonetheless, uh, we have had It's probably not to fall, not to sleep um, in the Beit Midrash. Uh, also, seemingly intentionally, um, in the Beit Knesset, also seemingly intentionally, perhaps this gives a pass to those who fall asleep. However, it's appropriate to try our best not to. When you're in the middle of learning, you shouldn't, you certainly should not fall, try your best not to fall asleep. Because if someone falls asleep in the Beit Midrash during their learning, their Torah learning, uh, comes as, uh, as tattered. Because Torah that being learned there, and therefore we have to be more, very careful about what we speak there, and only to speak the Torah. Even if someone sneezes, you don't say bless you or labriut or whatever it is in a Beit Midrash because that's considered to be. Um, 
uh, those who stop in the middle of their learning to speak Sikha so their learning gets uh, destroyed. Because nowadays, however, there are those who say, look, it's very, for, for whatever reason, you read the road, whatever it is, we're not as particular about not saying anything in the Beit Midrash. And if we're not as particular about asking someone how they're doing and using, and talking about other things, then we should certainly say, uh, bless you in the Beit Midrash as well. And he says, If you're in the middle of learning, you should try to be machmir. That if you're not learning in the Beit Midrash currently at that time, then it's appropriate to rely on that, uh, on that opinion and to recite, uh, God bless you, or La Briut, even in the Beit Midrash. If you're ready to start a Baruch Samar, you're ready to learn Tefillah, then you certainly should not pause to say La Briut. That's not considered to be a Tavar Shabbat Kedushah. It's not considered to be something of La, and therefore should be avoided. Have a wonderful day.